0: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay. Hello. Aloha. You guys are back in your respective home locales. Yeah, I mean, I I guess guess
2: that's true uh man yeah uh it feels like a a lifetime ago that i was at your house but it was really only three days ago so that's the thing
0: it does feel like forever ago Doesn't yeah matter? mike mike and i were working really hard the the two couple of days and like you ever you ever have one of those working sessions where you just like at the end you're like i want to die now like i'm yeah. ready i'm <laughs> just ready to die
1: like <laughs> yeah, yeah I, used, I used to work for an accounting firm i uh
2: yeah I
0: yeah, it was just a lot of, like, thinky power that I wasn't really prepared
2: for. And so I was just like, you got to go, Mike. Yeah, I <laughs> like, sort of, I think I <laughs> think I surprised him with some of this stuff, you know. I'm just like, you know, we, these are things we got to think about, you know. Like, he, w- he was right. I just, I wasn't in that, like, listen, I, I'm an
0: artist at heart. So, like, when we start talking about technical details on stuff, my, my eyes
2: gloss over. And I'm just like, uh. God. and and when we're on the phone or like video chat or whatever like I can't prevent him from like zoning out but when I'm physically <laughs> in the room else. I can be like Jay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah pretty much yeah if he calls me I'm usually drawing or I'll like play ukulele while he's talking or I'm just <laughs> like doing something not paying attention but yeah having him in person he, he really got me on task so that good.
1: Is is that one of your one of your skills, ukulele playing? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? Do you, do you have a ukulele within arm's reach? Can you demonstrate?
0: Always, <laughs> always. I'm always. legitimately
1: curious now. Look see? at that. Here it is.
0: Uh, let's see. We could do a. Uh... See there you yeah,
1: go. Look at that. There you All go. Right. Well, that was, ukule- that was a musical uh, introduction yeah. by Jay Shalansky.
0: We could do all our intros musical if you want.
2: There, there you go. <laughs> don't, you have any- don't tempt me.
1: <laughs> Let's do some
2: housekeeping.
0: Housekeeping!
2: What do you got for us, Jay?
0: How long is that thing? That was
2: up. more than enough time. Right, I perfect. might be able to do it two or three times. Housekeeping!
0: Uh, yeah, okay, so... Listen, we got a couple things. They're the same things we've been talking to about for weeks. Number one, we do have a Patreon. We'd really appreciate it if you want to come over and support us on there. We do have a podcast. We do roughly weekly. We missed last week, but most of the time we do weekly uh, called Fifth Trooper After Dark. Uh, and we talk even more in depth than what we talk about here because we literally can do stuff that's maybe not as exciting as you know we need it to be for scoundrels but like Mike and I have literally just gone through list building like just picked a list and just argued about every unit in the list and why we put it in and and so if you want to hear about that you want to ask us questions you want to get some behind the scenes look at what's going on at the fifth trooper you could join us over on patreon and again that helps support all the great equipment and stuff that we need uh in order to bring all our entertainment to you uh and so we'd appreciate any any support there um, and then uh, Stormtide. Yeah. So last week we talked about the free mission that went up and we saw that lots of people uh, downloaded it, which we're very excited about. Um, and if you have downloaded it and, you're way- and you haven't played yet, uh, if you go to stormtide.thefifthtrooper.com, we've actually started to keep track of uh, one of the one of the pieces of the of the mission and that's going to affect the story and we wanted to show you that hey we are keeping track of this stuff and it absolutely will affect the Stormtide story. That's the great thing about Stormtide, not just all the cool stuff you're going to be getting in these boxes and the cool story that Mike's come up with and all of the cool art that I've been doing like that's not the only thing you're going to get but you're actually going to have a say through your gameplay is what happens in the story as well and so you know basically what happens is you play a mission you go to the website there's a special code and all this stuff and and you fill out a form and just let us know how the battle went and then we're going to collect all that data and use it to inform what happens next um you know i I, obviously not the next month because turnarounds not that quick, but a couple months down the road, you know, because generally by the time you got the first box, we've already printed, we have the second box already printed and on packing it and stuff. So you know, but a couple, says
2: generally like we've done this before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I well, I'm Typically, I'm assuming you know. that's how it's gonna work. I'm <laughs> hoping that's how it's gonna work. Yeah. So generally, and yeah. so you know, we'll we'll have so so you're gonna have to wait. Um and so, yeah, so so, please fill out the forms, do the free mission and just see what we're up to. Cause I, you know, I, uh, we talked about it last week but I really enjoyed that mission that we did and, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it too. So check it out and uh, yeah, that's it, yeah. that's it I mean, us.
2: Right now, Team Hurricane has saved double the number of civilians that Team Inferno has. I would just like to say from a statistical analysis perspective team hurricane are really rocking the boat on saving people at the moment yep. <laughs> so
1: step it uh, up team inferno yeah and then i What's would up? say
0: in addition to that if, if you guys are like kind of just sneaking around and you haven't made your decision yet which we totally respect and understand uh on the discord we actually have an entire uh, channel on the legion discord now with with subcategories and everything so there's general talk spoilers we're gonna have rules questions on there so we got a whole section of the legion discord now as well for storm time which is very exciting so come join us join the conversation ask questions we're there most of the time mike or i answering questions pretty pretty rapidly so
2: yeah i uh did you just mention the forums yeah uh you no. Did. No, you so didn't we, mention the forums. I no, was like you so mentioned the Discord. Discord we yeah. also put the forums for Stormtide Live on the Stormtide site um, yep. where you can find uh you know kind of a living record of FAQs uh any potential erratas or whatever we have to do um uh, you know I mean sometimes that sort of stuff happens uh yep. and yeah you can I would love to see people post their storm tide battle forces with like pictures and stuff. I don't know about you guys, but I always really enjoyed like the white dwarf articles from Warhammer yeah. where like yep. they detailed like all the armies over like a couple like an army over like a couple pages and they like take some really cool pictures of like units they worked really hard on and stuff like that. Um, and like, give explanations as to like why each unit was there and they'd name all their people um i would love to see stuff like that that's the sort of thing that this campaign is built for you to do so yeah um, there's definitely room on the forums for you to you know post your tide battle forces we would we would love to see it
0: yeah yeah love it
2: awesome
1: all right any other housekeeping
0: I think that's enough. Patreon? We did that, that's the first thing I
1: did. All right, usually you close with that, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've changed it up today. Pretty pretty crazy, right? Do have anything else? Pretty crazy, (laughs) crazy. We're really, really going out on a limb. Um, I will say we did change, uh, due to some of the community feedback, we did change some of the command cards um, slightly. Uh, so that s- specifically the infantry division cards uh, and why I say command cards, I'm talking about Stormtide clearly. Uh, so some of the infantry division cards worked better with droids. So the Brothers in Arms card specifically, instead of being treat one, capacity one, has changed to basically the text of treat and repair, but it can only be applied to core units. Um, so you can restore one mini- Um, to a friendly core unit so a little bit less good overall but any faction can really utilize it it thematically Um, it also gives your units inspire as a little bit of a bonus yeah I would sense that you can't have force users and stuff with it
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and I would say this is another great example um, where we really you know are taking our community seriously and so when you guys have suggestions or edits or want to see stuff I mean listen we're listening we we listen all the time and we're very open to 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 making changes that we seem that are reasonable if it's something we didn't see so please you know please just even if you don't maybe you're not buying storm time but you see some of the cards and you want to add your two cents we're totally open to that so I'm not saying we're going to listen every time but we're open to it no we listen i'm just kidding we're definitely open and listen and take everything into consideration so you know we as much as this is a product uh that we're selling it it really is for the community you know and, and ideally you guys are enjoying it just as much as we are making it so
1: yeah hit us up on the discord use those forums yep hit us up on facebook
0: yep oh yeah
1: all right, shall we hit our tactics topic for today? We got sure. a tactics topic? We do have an actual tactics topic. It's been a while. Oh, oh, there's been so much talk about. There has. Yeah. Jay, that was the space I was leaving for the drop. Yeah, well, well, now you need to do new it. space. <laughs> I hated
0: it. I hated the space. And, I didn't like it. it and now we're
2: going to talk about <laughs> tactics.
1: There we go. All right. Uh, Our topic today is rebel operatives, because we have somehow not done this slot yet. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we were talking earlier today about, like, because we've been walking through those various, you know, faction by faction slots, and we've done the commander slots for Empire and Rebels, but not the operative slot. So for either of them, we're going to start with Rebels.
0: All right, I'm gonna get Legion HQ if you don't mind.
1: Yep, I'm looking at it right now. All right, where do you want to start? Well, there are only four choices, <laughs> uh, but they're all interesting. So, is it a hot take to say that this is the most of the four factions the most competitive operative slot?
2: No, I don't think. No, I don't think it's a hot That seems
1: pretty, like, undisputable to me.
2: Yeah, and I also think um, Rebels have some unique abilities that allow mass operatives. I guess before we just, like, talk specifically about operatives, I think it's worth giving special mentions to Cassian and Lando, Um, While not operatives in a list building sense, and clearly I think we at least talked about Cassian from the commander side of things, it is, in my mind, when talking about the rest of the operatives, really important to know that you can have four operative tokens in your bag because of how Cassian and Lando's covert ops ability works, Um, which to me can inform like you know you can play cassian lando r2 sabine in a list or whatever and have a great deal of flexibility when you draw a commander or operative token on the back
1: yep for sure and k2 of course is himself an operative we're not going to talk about him today because we kind of already did when we talked about cassian yeah but uh yeah so it's technically five but of course you can't take k2 unless you take cassian so we're going to talk about the other four that are not K2. How about we start with Chewbacca? Because we just talked about Chewbacca and we've been on kind of a Wookiee role. Hopefully we don't have to speak any Shrewook this, this week.
0: I require it. I think we should. I think you should.
2: I do think it's a little bit of a missed opportunity in my mind um, for all those, like, Wookiee cards to not be takeable for the Rebel version of Chewbacca, um, that upsets me a little bit. Um, yeah. J- j- just because he's got three sweet command cards already that never see the table. Um,
1: yeah, it's interesting. And we can hit that. Well, let's just hit it. So let's talk about Chewbacca first. Yeah. So his unit card... Very similar to the Republic version. This is, of course, the OG, OG Chewbacca. Uh, nine health, two courage, surge crit instead of surge hit. His bowcaster is two red, two white, impact one, pierce one. His normal melee attack is four red, lethal one. So that's identical to uh, Republic Chewbacca. He's got enraged four. So when he's got four wounds, he gets charge and a dash for his courage value. Guardian three with no restrictions. Unlike the Republic version. Scale. And then Timor Con Solo.
2: So I'm not going to lie. I haven't played Rebel Chewbacca since like, I don't know, a couple weeks after he came out. um, Because I don't play a lot of Rebels. When did he get Lethal 1? Is Lethal 1 new? It with is. The, with the updated cards. So technically he doesn't have Lethal 1 yet, right?
1: No, he, he does. He got it with so when they did the errata to the uh, Rebel Wookies, okay, to them... so that's
2: when that happened. It, this isn't like a version of his card that comes with the like New Republic version. Or no, okay, yeah, um, that is that is, is the official player.
1: version of Chewbacca that currently exists. Okay, cool. yeah, he didn't he didn't have scale either. He had expert climber and unhindered.
2: Yeah, I always get like. So this is the problem with the Rattas to some degree. I always like look at the cards on Legion HQ and I'm like my card doesn't look like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, um Yeah, I mean I think he's got a good base profile. Um It's fine. I find oh. Chewy not to be super spicy because he really, I mean in most lists, his command—he doesn't have a command hand, so you're really kind of paying yeah. 90 points for a unique character that doesn't have any spice to them. Like his guardian ability is cool, but like I think about 90 points, and I don't. It always comes back to this, but like, you know, if Rex didn't have any command cards, I wouldn't pay 90 points for him. You know, like, like <laughs> I, 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 that's just you know, um, and I sort of feel like. Chewie's price is still a unit that should get command cards, but he doesn't really have access to any. Yeah, it's
1: a it's a little unfortunate.
2: Yeah, I.
0: Isn't that weird? He's like the one. Uh, maybe I'm wrong here. Correct me if I'm wrong. But he's the one unit that's completely contingent on all their units to be successful. Like, I have to have other units in order for him to really maximize. I have to have three, four now. I have to have four other units in order to maximize Chewie's potential on the board. So it it feels, like, limiting to me, like, constricting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's never really been realistic to expect to ever use more than, like, one of his command cards in a given game. Yeah, And he's always felt sort of, to me, like... A character more like K2, who is a very good unit, um, but where the most of his value comes from his unit card rather than whichever one command card you're taking with him, if any. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the most effective uses I've seen of of Chewbacca are basically just literally for his unit card in like a you know, there's that Cassian K two triple Wookiee list that is just a pure stack furball list and that also has chewbacca in it because if you're already taking three wookies Chewie leans even further into that pierce stacking and the wound stacking yeah so I, think I, it, go ahead. I was gonna say i think it's defensible to take him even though you may
2: be using zero or one of his command cards i think i think you're to some degree right um i think that's only because this faction tends to be saturated with command cards already i think if we were living in a if he was living in any other faction i don't think it would be okay
0: i just i just don't like the limitations like i don't i, I don't like it it's it just seems i don't know unreasonable and then and <laughs> you know and i i get the whole like thematic teamwork with han it's just too bad han's not great anymore
2: he's okay yeah. well i do think that if there's if Han Solo ever becomes a good unit in this game, I think we're gonna to see tons of Chewbacca. Um, I yeah. think giving a good unit teamwork is like a big deal. Um, yeah, and I and I think that that's like one of the again kind of like on the things you lose out on because you know like you're not really getting any command cards if you if you don't take Han like you're losing the teamwork ability. Um, it just, it feels like, to your point, Jay, if, you, if you're not taking Chewbacca, or rather, if you're not taking the specific characters that are supposed to go alongside him, you're like losing value. And that's a little bit of a, I think, false assumption because Chewbacca is, like you said, Kyle, I think his unit card is defensible. Um, and I think with new stuff like Protector, um the the training upgrade that allows you to guardian crits uh, chewbacca even m- maybe gains a little bit more value um I, I do you guys think you just like staple protector to him
0: uh, yeah
2: because i mean i think you're
0: using you're using him for guardian at that point right like if you're not putting him with han or luke or even if you are putting him with luke i guess you're probably still using guardian so yeah i think you have to
1: yeah, and he's got two training slots, and you're typically only filling one of them. If you're filling any of them, yeah. you, you might put Tenacity on there. But I think uh, Protector is basically his first training slot now at this point. And then if you've got extra points, you throw Tenacity in that second one.
2: Yeah, I guess from a strategy tactical standpoint, just to talk about Chewbacca, like his, his main use in rebel armies and Kyle correct me if I'm wrong here is basically to be a bullet sponge for enemy snipers like it he he is there so that your snipers don't get eaten by their snipers protector I think just enhances that ability specifically against arcs um and and I think that that's that is a big deal like he definitely does that job well um in in like the same way that like Jay, you're like naked IRG try to do it and your yeah. Imperial armies. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, it's the same thing just for a little, little less. Right. And he has a couple other things I think really poignant though. Like I was thinking about this and uh, just to circle back around to Han is when Han was good, you still didn't take him with Chewy. It was the fly boys list, which was Luke, Luke and Han. Right. So I think that just has, that says everything about Chewy right there is, Han at one point was good we still didn't take him with Chewie we we took him with Luke um I don't know and it just feels like so the IRG are different because I think there's more to protect when you put an IRG like it's either Palpatine or Vader it's some something else is going on where it feels like Chewbacca it's like I don't know if you're keeping a if you put ninety almost a hundred points in after you give him some upgrades for just for sniper cover or uh, that just doesn't seem like a lot that he's doing then I'm like I'd rather have that hundred points for some with something else.
1: Yeah, I mean rebels benefit a lot from guardian generally because their stuff is also squishy. Yeah, and nine health is not. I mean, he just like any other white save unit, he melts pretty quickly when he's focused. But if you're just pulling up those occasional like Pierce chip shots, nine health does go pretty far. And Chewie's offensive profile doesn't degrade at all until he dies. Mm. Whereas there are a lot of other rubble units, like Rebel troopers, where each model you lose is pretty painful. So
2: it's it's notable that his offensive profile often gets better when he takes damage, right. uh, in that he gains charge and right. and or turns tenacity on right so correct yeah um like it being able to to do that and your opponent not really like the only thing your opponent can do to not turn those things on is to like not shoot you which is not a great option <laughs> yeah right so so like those those things are going to happen every time
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah and his bowcaster is good too it's one of the few ranged weapons in the game that has both impact and pierce on it yeah. which means that it's good against tanks, red save armor, and he also has surge crit. So the odds that you're pushing like two two wounds through at range 3 on a red save tank with Chewie are pretty good, which is not nothing. That's like a saber throw, basically.
2: Totally. Yeah, so, I mean, I I honestly think I've seen Chewie shoot way more than fight in melee most of yeah. the time. Not that he can't fight in melee, because he's clearly very good at it, but... Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk
1: about his command cards real quick because we've talked about how situational we are. They are, but we haven't actually
2: <laughs> talked about what they do. Yeah. Let's let's not talk about Yoda's because Yoda Yoda is uh, a. We talked about it last week, and B, it's in the wrong faction. Yeah. Um, though, I would like to say I do believe that you could technically take that card in a Rebel list and just give an order to Chewie, right? just a good just, just as a caveat like mm. um I, I don't i'm not sure you would ever do it i um i'm not sure why you'd want to but um his command card size matters sometimes is chewbacca in the top right hand corner yeah. and it just says chewbacca i'm pretty i'm pretty sure you could i mean like the text is blank and it's a two pip that would just give an order to chewbacca yeah um
1: but you could but technically take it.
2: You could technically take it. I, again, I don't know what what good <laughs> reason there is. Maybe, but like it's something you could put in contingencies and something if, if you like think. I don't know. I don't have yeah. a good good answer
0: here. Well, okay, so well he gets. So I think the good answer is doesn't doesn't he still gain deflect, and then he also rolls red defense dice. Because no, that's only while Yoda's in base it. to base with him. Oh, while okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a Yoda to be in base to base with, Chewie, right, 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 from, right, yeah. right, yeah, that's fair.
2: So, so I actually I have a really interesting question here, um, and um, this is this is gonna be like very corner Casey, but maybe talk to the the Yoda ability. So, and I actually haven't thought about this before. Um, so, it, clearly, it is implied that all of the Yoda references in the sentences after the first imply that it's talking about a friendly yoda but i actually think um it's it's totally possible that uh you could your 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 opponent's yoda may count
1: Yeah, that's gonna definitely mean <laughs> some kind of effect, yeah. at, at,
2: at least rules is written. Like we didn't. We like I'd, I haven't like taken like a good hard look at this card. But now that I'm reading it a little bit more thoroughly oh, right. in, in the context of of like trying to abuse it, <laughs> um, I I think that I think that he actually may gain deflect if he's in base contact with with a hostile Yoda.
1: And a, in 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 theory going by this interpretation you could argue that you could cause a hostile yoda to not be able to perform moves yes but yeah. i mean,
2: I mean the, the, the implication here is that the yoda it's, it's clearly is supposed a to be one, the friendly right? Yoda. yeah yeah yeah
1: but you're right the only time that it says friendly yoda is in the first sentence and it goes so far in that first sentence to say that yoda
2: yes right yeah.
0: like so so maybe you take lando han chewy contingency this card in in and case then you wait. face a yoda yeah just, just, just to, to bottle yoda. yoda up
2: congratulations yeah. congratulations legion community we found the hard counter to yoda put chewbacca and all of your lists and problems yeah. just uh, to, just to mess with someone's brain all right just, let's talk
1: about his actual <laughs> rebel command cards just to uh, be
2: clear this is an actual rebel command card i want to be very yes, clear. yes i'm that. sorry
1: let's talk about his luke leia and han command cards all right <laughs> you, somebody uh, want to okay. walk us through the one we'll start let's just get over the one pip
0: okay. all right common cause so this is a one pip chewbacca and luke skywalker after chewbacca activates if luke skywalker has a face-up order token he may activate after luke skywalker activates if chewbacca has a face-up order token he may
2: activate yeah so Look, all of his cards are really busted to be completely honest. Like the, the effects well, on these are really good. Yeah, when I say busted I mean really good. Like they're not actually like broken, yeah. but like this is an to be able to like this is Leia's 3 pip but on two good units as opposed to you know and it's a one bat. pip. Uh, right, and it's a one pip, right? And it's handy it's a one pip handing out two orders and like your two best units get to go back to back without interruption. Um yeah this was a card that i think when we when we originally saw i was like this is gonna get played all the time and i've never seen it played once
1: (laughs) i think the issue there is that luke already has two good one pips
2: i yes i think that that's part of it for sure but i do think common cause a lot of the time could be better than serve um yeah i agree i mean it
1: depends on where they are right because if like, if che- if Chewie is enraged and he's close to Luke, you can always use serve to take an action with Chewie, and then Chewie still gets to go on Chewie's normal turn. Um, but yeah, there are situations where it could be better to play this over over serve, or even Son of Skywalker in theory. Like, if, if you've got Luke and Chewie facing down against some, an enemy force user that's Pierce Immune and Chewie's got Tenacity active, his attack is actually better than Luke's lightsaber.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, marginally, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, But worth noting, you'd get an extra aim token out of the deal, right? Um, Probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a six in one hand, half dozen in the other, because, you know, Son of Skywalker gives you two Luke attacks, and then Chewie can also, on his turn, make his own attack, whenever that happens to be, because he won't have an order on him if he plays Son of Skywalker.
0: So... so with you serve i thought i thought that couldn't be commanders or operatives
1: oh you know what you're right that is the thing so yeah you can't serve chewy
2: yeah no 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 no. i sorry yeah. i didn't realize that was what you no. were saying but you, but you yeah. can't common cause chewy clearly you can. um yes so yeah i mean um i think it's a really good card i i'm still a little bit to this day a little bit surprised we haven't seen more of it yeah like all of the clearly there's a maybe a little bit more synergy with Royal Guard and Imperial Armies, but you know, um you know, even if you're playing like Darth Vader, like you still kind of want Royal Guard to keep him alive, right? And if you're playing Palpatine, you're playing Royal Guard. Um, clearly, Republic has never had access to Guardian before, at least not except except on the unit that wants to you want to be guardian off of. Um so I always found it a little bit interesting um, that Rebels didn't use Chewie specifically to keep Luke alive. I think part of that is due to how strong his dodge command and guards are. He can kind of do it himself. Yeah. So let
0: me ask you this. Which, which Luke are you, would you, are you running him with? Commander or operative?
1: I think you could make a case for either. I think it's probably operative. Just because if you're running a Luke right now, it's gonna be operative Luke. Hmm. Uh, I was actually seriously running before Worlds was canceled in whatever year that was. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. What year is it? <laughs> uh, I was actually running a list with Yoda and Jedi Luke in it. This was in like the height of the Tauntaun meta, so I was you testing mean, that. You mean Chewbacca and Jedi Luke, not Yoda and Jedi Luke? I'm right? sorry. Yes. Did I say Yoda? You did. Man, Freudian slip right there. Um, (laughs) Chewbacca and Jedi Luke in the same list uh, as like preparation for 2020 worlds. Just, you know, testing that combination. So, Mm. um, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. It's a thing that can work.
0: Well, and they, yeah i mean rebels always ha- seem to have enough points too right that you can have multiple heroes yeah. I, I mean you could even probably find a list where you put leia in that as well so you have leia luke and Ch- i mean you know i'm not saying it's going to be great yeah but you could definitely put it together and have have some good activations
1: yeah i think the one i was running was like luke Chewie. uh a rebel officer, a bunch of DLTs, and some snipers. Basically, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds your style. Yeah, yes. Uh, all right, two pip. Yeah, I think this it. one's actually the most used of his, or at least historically, is the most used of
2: his various command cards. I, th- I think this. Is... <sighs> maybe tied with the next one yeah. I, I don't know uh yeah brains and brawn chewbacca and leo organa when leo organa is performing a ranged attack if chewbacca is not in a range and has line of sight two and is at range one of three of the defender not, not add, engaged and it uh, is not engaged yeah yeah uh, add one of his ranged weapons to the attack pool um yeah it's basically fire support yeah and you don't have to flip his token over yeah, this is this is call me captain before call me captain was the thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Which is a good card. Which is a good card. Um, yeah, no, it's really, really good. Um,
1: yeah, what's the attack profile you're looking at here? It's you know, Leia has sharpshooter, two sharp black shooter. with Pierce, so it's, so it's
2: it, three black with Pierce, right? I'm
1: sorry, yes, three black with Pierce. Mm-hmm. So it's three black, two red, two white, Pierce two sharpshooter too yeah surge crit
2: yeah it's a great attack that's a good attack (laughs) impact one yeah too so yeah i I, the issue has always been if your leia is at range two of things yeah she's probably not long for this world um and even more so nowadays so you know uh yeah i think that's definitely the flaw in in this card overall
1: But I think if you're running some kind of like chewy Leia Gun line, you're taking this anyway just because it's, you know, what's the downside? At worst, you give orders to the two things that you want orders on anyway.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a great card. If you ever get to go off with it, you just like delete a unit. Yep. It's basically a Death Trooper pool with Sharpshooter two and Pierce two, so Yep. seems good, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: All right, three pip the most well-named command card in the game. There you go. Notorious Scoundrels. Uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo. Choose one of Han Solo's command cards in your discard pile and return that card to your hand.
2: Yep. Good.
1: I mean, if you're running Han Chewie, you're definitely just running this. Because Han's... Han's not super competitive right now, but that's not because of his command cards. His command cards are still great.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um... The, at, at the time this was released it was definitely like get back one of you know the two best one of the best command cards in the game right um, so yeah. The, yeah there's value here I do wish now that like Lando is out this was like choose one of Han Solo or Lando Calrissian's command yeah. cards you know like um, but I, I do think it's a shame that Lando and Chewie like have no no synergy really um but whatever yeah i mean uh there's not much strategy to this card i think overall it just you play it on a turn where you can play a three pip to get hans one pip or a three pip back probably um i think the times that you're trying to get hans two pip back these days are not many
1: yeah the value of reckless
2: diversion has been watered down a little bit over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, is three pips amazing. It's 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 uh, Hans three pip is amazing. It's one of the best ways to deal with any good command card um, in the game right now. So, uh, yeah, just get it back with us. Yeah,
1: and since when you use change of plans for its text effect, text effect you discard it and then play another card that other card you play can be this one and then you immediately get change the plans back. Yeah. So. All right, anything else to say about Chewie? I guess we could talk about his upgrades. Sure. He's got two training and a gear slot.
0: Yeah, so I think we already said protector for sure, yeah. right?
1: Protector tenacity.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see a case for O-Bush because of lethal um, on his melee attack similarly. Like if you're doing the Wookie Rush thing uh, I think an aim token for, for lethal may be worth it. Um, yeah. uh, gear upgrade I think you either take recon intel or probably leave it empty. Yes, it depends. If you're using him
0: like, for protecting, right? And that's his whole goal. You could put scanner on him, portable scanner.
1: Yeah. And dodge, too. Just, his range attacks are good to, to spend actions on, giving dodge to other people. I get what you're saying. But I think even if you're doing that, you're still having Chewie take pot shots at range 3.
2: Mm. Yeah, if he could, yeah. like, and that would be good. but yeah. <laughs> But he can't.
1: No, yeah, I think it's recon intel or nothing for the figure upgrade. So let
0: me ask you this Could he give with the portable scanner? Can he give the dodge to himself? Yeah. So then could he take guardian and situational awareness?
2: Situational awareness does not allow you to spend dodge tokens on guardian. Yeah, that's just. No, but,
0: but like, I mean, I if you're if you're using him. Is like it, I'm just I'm just theory crafting here, so it could be wrong. But like, if you're using him as this protector only, right? So now you can give yourself a dodge if they're going to try to kill Chewie to to get rid of him, so he can't guardian the other stuff or do what he's doing. Then at least you could you could give yourself a dodge and and protect on crits, and then you can also guardian on hits and crits now too. I don't know. I'm just thinking of different ways he can just like eat up hits you know
1: yeah i think if you do that your opponent just shoots something else mm-hmm. all right we've got three more operatives to talk about here should we move on
0: sure no, let's keep talking about chewie that's
1: the rest of the cast <laughs> before the cast uh we were like can we talk for an entire cast about the rebel operatives <laughs> um, turns, out- turns out
2: the answer is yes
1: yeah so i actually don't think we need to talk that much about jedi luke because we kind of already talked about yeah. him in our force user episode but let's hit him real quick
0: well i guess the things that changed are bursts of speed and force lift, right so i don't know if those do i guess the question with him is do you do you think either of those are valuable on him
2: uh yeah 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 i, yeah, I think the the answer is yes like a hundred percent yes um you know, of I think Burst looks really good on Yoda, Vader, Palpatine. And then I sort of feel like the list kind of stops there other than Operative Luke. Um, I think Burst of Speed disengage is, is really good. Um,
1: well, and one of the most important factors here is Luke has three, four slots.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think sort of unique among force users he has beyond just force push for the first slot he has kind of a lot of flex in the remaining ones i like to run him with saber throw and reflexes i've seen people cut saber throw for jedi mind trick i've seen people cut reflexes for jedi mind trick basically it's kind of there's beyond force push there's a lot of mix and matching already going on with his remaining two four slots yeah so i could easily see you taking like lift and speed alongside force push in those two slots looks a pretty aggro forced user if he's if your table has barricades on it even if you're not using those barricades for <laughs> abusive shenanigans like we talked about last week you can still do stuff like if he's up in your opponent's face yank those barricades away from them and leave them in the open like there's all kinds of stuff you can do if Luke's up in your opponent's grill with Force Lift, yeah, and like it, you mentioned, Speed Three Luke is terrifying.
2: So it's disgusting. <laughs> um, I saw I saw a couple of people on the for, uh, not on the forums on Discord today, like whoa, I got Speed Three burst of Speeded and then Vader's mited on the same turn, and it's it's it is filthy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but I think I think Luke is like very not much different um i think uh, to your point about his four slots i think one of the reasons luke's four slots are so flexible is that that flexibility is sort of already in his command hand um like yeah. clearly they're different effects but a lot of the things that you need out of other force user slots are in luke's hand already
1: yeah like the dodge tokens yeah right like it force reflex is good is good on him because dodge tokens are good on force users period but a lot of times force reflexes on jedi luke is well i guess i get a second dodge token this turn you know
2: well and i, because also I got a think free
1: one from one of my command cards
2: i think the majority of force users have been using force powers to close the gap or for survivability a lot of the time like force push a lot of the time is about surviving mm-hmm. um like of all the force users in the game, with the exception of Palpatine, Luke, operative Luke probably needs it the least. You know, um, I, d- I definitely still take it, but but you know, uh, it's it, with multiple force powers attached to him, it's the one I refresh the least. Yeah, you know, um, so I th- yeah, I think he's got a lot of flexibility, and the extra options is great.
1: Agree. Alright. You All feel right. a need to mention anything else with the Jedi Luke?
2: Nah. Um, no, not really.
1: Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about Sabine.
2: Can we? Because I got a bone to pick here. Sure, go All ahead. Right. Pick away. Why are people not playing Sabine Red anymore? Like, Can I have, like, a good reason? Because I have yet... Like, I'm not saying everybody's stopped playing Sabine, but she definitely does not get anywhere near the table time that she should.
0: Do you think it's because Clone's ability to wipe her off the planet if she gets too close to do any of her
2: trickery? No, I I actually think she's one of the best ways the Rebels have to deal with clones. I agree. Like, like, uh, she... She can hit an entire clone ball with like forty dice, like it's in one attack. Basically, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, she seems to kind of counter the meta a little, like perfect. Isn't
0: it the fear? Like, okay, because I've seen some Sabine bombs go off that don't really do anything, and then Sabine's kind of in a compromising position when the rolls went bad, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think...
0: So is that the fear, maybe, I'm thinking?
2: I mean, I think that that fear may be a thing. I think, overall, if Sabine is in a compromising position after you've laid out her bombs, you, you did it wrong um, to some extent. You yeah, because she's I,
1: extremely mobile, and she gets a free move off of her bombs. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you get a speed one and then a speed three jump move. Like, you know, if you planned it correctly... Um, there's really no reason that she should now if you if you like decided to shoot the same turn or something like you you probably made an error but you know um just the suppression is like a huge deal Mm -hmm. um you know dropping dropping this is kind of like a mini master of evil and and that's if you don't do any damage and you're going to do some damage with explosions um
1: yeah, let's, talk, let's just talk about Explosions real quick since we're already yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So it is her one pip. It just gives an order to Sabine, like most operative cards. And it's she gains Arm 2 Thermal Charge and Detonate 2 Thermal Charge. And the Thermal Charge is red-white. So if wow. you've got both bombs... Surge crit. Surge crit. Blast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, That's okay. But I figured I that blasted. was assumed on a explosive weapon, but
2: I just figured we toss it out there.
1: Yeah. So if you if you drop both bombs and detonate them at the same time, that's two red, two white, basically hitting everything in that area, whatever that is. And it's totally reasonable to expect to hit like eighty percent of a clone ball with both of those bombs.
2: Yeah. Like, like, and it's not really close as far as like that's gonna happen and there's not a ton they can do about it um so yeah i i mean with with how prominent clones have been i really don't get it um so i if somebody people that play sabine if 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 you're gonna leave in the comments or whatever like why why people are kind of veering away from her um you know, I, Rebels have a lot of options right now, which is great. I just, I, I think Sabine, out of all the commanders and all the operatives Rebel ha, Rebels have, she should be played the most. Well, I wonder too, I don't
0: remember, maybe you guys remember, when she, she had a lot of play at first, when she first came out. But then, I don't know, I felt like people kind of moved away from her even before clones. So maybe it's just been so long that people... She,
1: forgot. She got kind of replaced by Jedi Luke. Um, yeah. I, I do want to hit a stat on explosions real quick, because we're talking about, you know, quote, unquote, disappointing explosions versus clone balls. Yeah. Um, each of the, if you if you detonate, each bomb detonate, or, uh, sorry, averages 1.25 hits, which means both of them on a per unit basis combined average two and a half hits. So if you hit eight activations, which is not unreasonable when you're hitting a clone clone ball. You're talking about 20 hits. Which is 6 to 7 dead clones on average if they have enough surges to cover all those saves plus two suppression on all of those units. That's yeah. going to like win you the game basically.
2: If it if it doesn't win you the game, it will be, it will get you very close assuming yeah. that you've you're like in a Parity position, right? Right. Yeah. Um, if the rest
1: of your army is totally demolished, then it's probably not going to make as much of a difference. But, but,
2: but like, it, it's good enough that if nothing has happened, or, or like you've even traded a little bit, um, like just getting it off may win you the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's really good. She's amazing. I, i was playing rebels she'd be in every like i try and put her in just about every rebel list i make that's competitive um because i think explosions is probably the best rebel command card
1: it's devastating against droids too like drop Uh, the son of b1 (laughs) here.
2: right we're we're talking about like it's 20 hits and like kills seven dudes and that's like the, the worst case scenario sort of you know um yeah, you could easily kill like 20 B1s with this. Yeah, you know. Um so yeah, I'm all about Sabine. All right.
1: She she's not with without her weaknesses. We should we should hit those. Uh she only has one training slot, which isn't great. I think I think you're stapling situational awareness to that, probably at this point.
2: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Because she has nimble, and she's already pretty tough with her Mandalorian save. Um, but it means you can't take like offensive push. It means you can't take endurance, which would be helpful on her because she only has two courage. Um, clearly, you can take the dark saber to give her dauntless, which helps a lot.
2: You guys, dark saber fans. No. No. Wow.
1: I am not personally either historically. However, it is considerably cheaper than it was when she first came out. What is it like fifteen? I think it's fifteen now. Yeah, it's fifteen. Um I think hey, that if yeah. if you've got the points in a Sabine list, I think it's probably worth fifteen just for Dauntless. And if you end up swinging that thing in melee against the clone unit or something at some point, you're gonna be pretty happy about it.
2: Yeah, I feel similarly. I, I mean, I don't really leave home without it, just because, um, having your Sabine suppressed does suck. Yeah, a lot. Um,
1: I do think if you are running Sabine, you want to strongly consider running her with Cassian. Two of Cassian's cards are really good at stripping suppression. You know, volunteer mission is a straight up recover action, and then uh, last stand provides indomitable. Yep. So, and then, of course, if you want, you can take symbol of rebellion, which gives her a free, another free recover. So,
2: yeah, I mean, also, it doesn't like does volunteer hand out danger sense that's the danger it sense does. card, right you yeah. know which which is not to be underestimated on red <laughs> impervious units <laughs> yeah that are red surging impervious units already um you know as far as making sabine an unkillable mess um you know that that goes a long way uh but yeah i mean i think i think you, to your point cassian and sabine are a great combo like if you're if you're looking if you're rebels and you're looking to kill clones like cassie and sabine is where it's at sniper with pierce always putting through the shot sabine dropping explosions at the right time like it doesn't really get much better than that in my opinion
1: agree her other primary weakness is basically that she doesn't really offer anything against armor
2: yeah um dark saber doesn't have impact right and guess, um impact one it does have impact one. um yeah. impact one pierce one not not yeah still not pretty common she does search crit i mean she's as good at killing armor i think is most you know i don't know gunslingy units but she's about as good as rex
1: right but if you're comparing her to the other choices kind of in her slot/role, Jedi Luke is way better against armor. Oh, uh, totally,
2: um, totally. Chewbacca is yeah, too.
1: Yeah, right. With saber throw. But Chewbacca is too, frankly. Um obviously R2 doesn't do anything against armor, but that's not why you're taking R2. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's I think it's just worth mentioning simply because the operators that she's competing with are uh arguably like elite against armor. So, so we talk about it's, her.
0: It's interesting too that like she has her own upgrade cards too, right? Is she the only unit that has her their own upgrade cards?
2: No, there's a couple others. Uh, Cad Bane has the Electro Gauntlets. Oh, yeah, I don't even um... pay attention to him. That's, <laughs> that makes you mean, sense.
1: Uh... Your, your upgrades?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, upgrades that only only they can take because they're named of... specifically for them.
1: There are a lot of armament upgrades that are like that. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I meant yeah, I meant like non I guess non armament upgrades, yeah. right? Because hers are both gear, so yeah. I just always yeah. found that interesting
2: about her. It definitely felt to me like um, you know, if you could go back in time and redo Boba Fett, um yep. he'd have a similar treatment, you know. Um, like the whip cord on Sabine's clearly an upgrade, the shield, yeah. you know. Um yeah.
1: Yeah. Although the grappling, the electro grappling line, while it's reusable, is significantly worse than Boba's whipcord launcher.
2: Yeah, not being a free action is a deal.
1: Yeah. Anything else to say about speed?
2: Please, for the love of God, play her more. Yeah. Explosion's real good. Explosion's best card in the game, maybe. I don't know if I go that far. Oh, hot take. I don't uh, know. It's pretty close if it's not.
1: I mean, the fact that you can even make that take is telling, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's a reasonable take. Yeah. All right. Last but not least.
2: Probably the best. <laughs> Probably? Well, I... stab gassed him here here it comes my dude i hate (laughs) r2d2 so i think i think it's
1: important to put him in the context of a rebel list versus a republic list i hate him more
2: a rebel list but continue (laughs) hate him as in
1: like you don't want to take him yeah okay elaborate
2: i just outside of secret mission he does Pretty much nothing, unless you're like running an air spear list or something. Um, I think he has a place in the rebel vehicle stuff, but I'm not just throwing him into every rebel list willy nilly because he's got secret mission. I don't, I don't know. I don't like that.
1: I agree, but I also think that most rebel lists are lists where you're taking something that he specifically supports. Like most competitive rebel lists right now are either some type of armor list with one or more AA-5s in it or like a double airspeeder yep. and or some kind of like Luke, Jedi Luke list where you're also taking straight to C-3PO and you're using calculate odds on Luke. Um, so while I agree that if you're just running some random rebel list that doesn't leverage those things, you might consider not taking r2 i think the most competitive rebel lists right now tend to have those things in them anyway particularly the aa5 so you might as well also take r2
2: yeah i don't know (laughs) i do think
1: people have gotten better at countering secret mission yeah
2: i mean i i feel pretty confident against secret mission generally um you know, I've definitely lost games to it, but the I've definitely won more games against it than lost. And it just – it always feels to me like it's, it's dealable uh, over the course of the game. Um, definitely can be a nuisance, but worth 45 to 60 points? <sighs> I don't know. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I would say even like, uh, so I've flown, I've flown the double air speeder list a couple times with R2. And I don't know, out of the three or four, maybe five, I don't know, maybe five games that I've played, I secret missioned once, tried to secret mission another time, healed, you know, did repair to an air speeder once. And then the other like two times he really didn't do much because there wasn't really much for him to do.
1: Well, I think if at least if I'm running double air speeder, I would run double air speeder along with three ATRTs. Yeah. Yeah. To give him not just specifically to give R2 something else to do, but because I think rebel armor skew like that is a legit concept. Um, but also you have to keep in mind with secret mission, A lot of people treat it as just kind of like a free victory point, but you you really need to build your deployments for it. And you also need to bid blue to get those deployments. Because just coming from the opposite perspective, as someone that's been playing a lot of not Rebels recently, whenever I build a list that does not have R2 in it, I always put short edge to short edge deployments in my deck. And I bid for blue. And Secret Mission is a lot more difficult to score when you're going short edge to short edge. Which is specifically one of the main reasons I do it. So if you've got R two in your deck, you know you need to bid for blue, and you need to put like long edge to long edge deployments in there, or you're definitely not taking R two for secret mission.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. You you, you can't. Yeah, I th- the the problem I get caught up when the R two conversation rolls around is a lot of people are just like, put R two in your list, fire and forget. I don't think it's nearly that's. It's, it's not. not that simple.
1: Like you definitely should probably still put R two in your list, but you need to have a plan for how you're going to use him. Not just like, start every list with R two. <laughs> which which you're right is kind of the, you know the shorthand in some circles, and I don't I don't think that's. I think he ends up in most well thought out lists. For the reasons that we already talked about, but I definitely agree that it's not just like plug in R two and go from there.
2: No, I, th- I definitely think um, he's also uh, I think a high skill cap unit to some degree. Um, yeah, agree. So, I'll I'll just be running operative Luke without R two. Thank you very much, our op, op Luke Sabine. pew pew pew. pew, pew. Jeez. I love Calculate Odds on Jedi Luke. It's so good. You can always take a Rebel Trooper with a scanner.
1: I know. But that's like almost the same cost and that Rebel Trooper is considerably squishier and doesn't have secret mission. Or Smokescreen, which is also great on Jedi Luke.
2: screen is pretty good.
1: Let's uh, talk about his command cards real quick.
2: Sure. His two command cards.
1: Yeah, the 2-Pip doesn't really do anything. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that played. I mean it would be hilarious if you managed to like roast a unit of B1s with it, but
2: which is which is totally possible. Yeah. Um but it's gotta be in your list. Really <laughs> I mean like if you run an R2 and a Lando list, like maybe, maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah. And R2 has like range one is really close for a unit at <laughs> speed one yeah it is and basically no movement abilities i mean clearly he has blast off but you're not using blast off to get into a position to use his flamethrower
2: the other thing is that like the flamethrower dice are not particularly good like don't get me wrong two white die per mini is like fine but it's not like you're tossing like a red surging critical like with boba fett like boba's flamethrower doesn't make the table like this certainly will you know
1: (laughs) yeah no agree
2: So, his three pit.
1: Yeah, smoke screen. It's good. Free moves are good.
2: Free moves are good. Um, the smoke token is fine.
1: Yeah, it's whatever. It's but, smoke screens for the no time for sorrow style effect, basically. Total,
2: totally. Um, you can definitely catch, I think, people off guard with this card. Um, the, the, the timing. The fact that it's a three pip makes it a little bit awkward, I think. It's better for hiding than engaging. Mm. In my experience. You
0: know, it's funny, they've added they added smoke. I, I literally don't think I've played with it once. I don't think I've played against it once. Either. I don't think I've ever played a game with smoke involved.
1: It's not very good. Yeah. It, I maybe mean, you we
2: I... should do something with stormtide.
1: There you go, Michael. I'm just bringing it it, back. It's free with this card, so it's like free cover one, I guess. Why not? But I've definitely played Smokescreen, and I've literally forgot to put the smoke token down. Yeah. Just because I I, I don't even remember that that's an effect on this card often. Yeah. yeah. Any other R2 thoughts?
2: Uh, You have to take Blast off. Uh, You cannot not take Blast off. Like... If you're taking r 2 blast off is not optional um, just to be clear yeah
1: and if you're running him with another like if you're running him alongside Jedi Luke I think you still want to take blast off but you might want to consider a comms relay so that you don't have an order mm-hmm. or you don't have a turn where Jedi Luke doesn't have an order
2: totally um, I, I totally agree but you cannot take it the the jump uh, speed boost not being able to be shot—it's all—it's key in making sure that he actually gets where he needs to be. Yeah. If you ever want to score a secret mission, you have to take blast off.
1: Yeah, if secret missions a thing that you want to be in play, and it should be if you're paying the points for R two, then yeah, take blast off.
2: All right. Any other thoughts? Nah, I'm I'm good, Jay. No. That's
1: well, I kind it. of, I kind of feel like this was a tactics section on Chewie. <laughs> yeah. A,
2: a well, we bit. had
0: covered Luke already, right? We did extensively. And these, in yeah, the and Jedi, these other
1: twos were, were kind of quick hits, which is fine. I think we um, we went
0: into Sabine a little bit. We I, did. Yeah. I would like to hear more about Sabine. I mean, I I, I think too, Mike, to kind of get back to why no one's using Sabine. Point is. I think this is a great thing to be at is we're at a point in the game where there's just so much stuff that like new stuff keeps coming out and you're like, yeah, I want to try the party bus. I want to try Wookiees, you know? And you're like, Oh yeah, Sabine's still in this game. Like I, I, you know, there's just so much stuff now that it's especially rebels. They have so many options that it's, it's hard to um, yeah. Sometimes some get left behind that absolutely should not get left behind
2: yeah i agree um i definitely like i just i think the last store tournament we went to before the pandemic i just remember every rebel list had sabine in it like it was just i mean don't get me wrong it was much closer to sabine's release date and everything she was real good with tauntauns yeah she just she was everywhere it didn't matter what kind of rebel list it was whether it was luke sabine or sabine tauntauns or you know um yeah, she's just she's just real good. I think it's all about slot competition, yeah. and I
1: think I think R two has a lot to do with it, and I think Cassine has a lot to do with it. Like I'd I'd bet money on the two most common operative choices for rebels being K two and R two.
2: That's that's probably true. It, it there's definitely an efficiency conversation to be had here, as far as activations and points per activation and that sort of thing. Um, but I do think you know. For like 125 points, she's got like the most deadly attack in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you could take her with, like, can you imagine if you could take her with
2: druids? She's the same cost as Cad Bane. Right, like, (laughs) like Cad Bane has nothing on Sabine Red, right? Like, it's not close. You know, she's cheaper than Boba Fett um and like right like what's what's boba fett these days um a million billion points 125 sorry she's the same cost as boba fett yeah like it's it's not close she's way better than boba fett you know um yeah i don't know well
0: maybe we'll get fat boba fett soon and then everything will be fine
2: fat boba fett
0: from mandalorian (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> dad uh, for, bod. For a second, dad, I was dad bod Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: thinking you were doing like P-H-A-T uh, Yeah, Fett. I was like, like, what? What? Like good Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He still fits in his armor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going off the rails here. Any final thoughts?
2: That armor is much looser than it used to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. The uh, this felt version of Boba Fett that's in Return of the Jedi. That armor definitely looks. I mean, it fits him well, right? Sure. Uh, it's difficult to. There was definitely some strap loosening going on there when uh, you know Timur Morrison put that armor on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. And I am Jay. Stay fresh, cheese back.